left, right, and center. That's me, okay. <laughs> Amy, you know the second you start wheezing, I'm gone. Hi guys, welcome back to More Than A Mama. And on today's episode, I'm joined by three of my best pals for a girl talk. So I will let you all introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Amy. I am 22 years old and I'm from Aberdeen. I just recently graduated from RGU and I'm working in the hospitality industry. Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm 22 and I'm from Aberdeen also. And I'm a supervisor in the hospitality uh, industry. Thank you. Over to you, Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm also 22 from Aberdeen and I have just started my new job um, and I'm also a student. Like we're kind of just speaking about being a woman. We're speaking about our experiences, what makes us feel most empowered um, and kind of the issues that come with being a woman as well, like society standards and stuff. So I thought we could start off by speaking about the positives. So what makes you feel most empowered as a woman? Like, when are you, when do you feel like just your best self? We're all over the map. Um, yeah, I think personally, when I surround myself with like you guys, for example, because I think like we bounce off each other. So we bring out the best in one another, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, like being like if I was by myself, I am like confident and stuff. But I think um, like to an extent. Yeah, I was with thank you um but I think once like I surround myself with people that are similar to me then I think I think that's when I shine and then I also I think because I've got I think Hannah, it help, yeah but I think it helps when people's gone through like similar like circumstances that yeah, you kind yeah. of go to that people that kind of like understand you yeah 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 sorry I, I was just in the sense that me and Hannah are twins obviously so we've got each other so I think we like to bounce off each other and like I would prefer doing things with Hannah because I feel more confident when I'm with Hannah I guess in a sense um so yeah I hope Hannah feels the same fingers crossed thanks okay (laughs) no I think um, sisterly love (laughs) I think a really good part about being a woman is as Rachel says we are so warm and friendly and you can have that emotional relationships to not really be shy about it whereas other like males for example kind of maybe wouldn't open up to people as much as women do which I think can help when your friends are dealing with like mental health issues or just feeling low or just need anything like I think that is good and I also think that well my favorite part about being a woman and I know all genders can do this but I love being so like using my like femininity to be expressionate and creative I love makeup and everything and I love that and I know all genders can do that it's not limited to women but Mm -hmm. I think it's just so much it's just great it's one of my favorite parts of just being me I suppose yeah you're into your makeup I love like come on because we even call her like good on to English spins and stuff and like seeing what she's got going on and (laughs) <laughs> she makes me jealous yeah I know like Amy, Amy like I'm so jealous of your face <laughs> yeah Amy can blend a green and a blue eyeshadow together like that's absolute talent if you ask me Picasso <laughs> had nothing on him in that age mm. <laughs> they're doobie tears they're doobie tears <laughs> I feel I feel like one color like in my crease and that's it yeah like you barely blend and it. then I'm like oh yeah. it's a smoky eye like yeah mm. Yeah, it says Amy, we're all speaking about this. Like, we're all wearing like casual makeup. Amy's got yeah. like, a gorgeous yeah. purple smoky eye. <laughs> <laughs> I just think things, but I struggle with society, like society's views of women who, I don't know, like women who are passionate about something. I think if you enjoy something, 
you enjoy what you do you can be viewed as emotional you're viewed as being on your period like if someone doesn't do something to your standard especially if you're like in a higher position so I think in some senses being a woman obviously has its downfalls but have you ever had any experiences where your um gender has come into play more than like your talent me (laughs) um so in my previous job I became a manager um, of a hotel at 20 so like a lot of the people that would stay at the hotel were like 30 plus Mm -hmm. and they'd always have some sort of like not all of them but like some people that are very um how do I put it like they think that they're better than everyone yeah um would have problems with me being 20 and the fact that I yeah, was a female while being a supervisor yeah obviously I didn't let that stop me like I wasn't affected by it at all I just think it was funny um that people still think like that um and then also people that I used to work with um there was some people that were really funny with me and like would like cause I feel like they just didn't take you like serious yeah no one did I mean yeah I would like approach things in the sense of like like being friendly and stuff I didn't want to be like they're both strict or anything Mm. yeah but some people just have issues just I think because the only people that had issues I felt were men Mm -hmm. like it was never females and stuff but yeah I just laughed off and didn't it's it's not it's not offending I think I think it's just very like amusing that people still have those views these days I think yeah have I ever told you my engineering story no I don't think so actually so a couple years ago I think I was in like third or fourth year at the time I used to want to be an engineer I wanted to go into environmental engineering and I was in this engineering class and I was the only girl in my class it was in school and we were doing the work and this guy like he just so there was one lesson and we were doing theory work and he was like okay everyone turn to page three that used to be my favorite page in the newspaper growing up and it's what Laura's future will be referring to obviously when women like page three model were, yeah were nude models at page three now bear in mind this guy was like in his 50s maybe older Yuck. in his 50s and I was about 13 14 at the time and he was telling me that I should be a nude model as opposed like saying basically was saying I didn't fit being an engineer so that was horrendous I literally left the class like crime flipping eyes out because I was like what the hell and obviously because at that stage boys find that funny like no one stood up for me or said that's fucked up so I went like crying off to my teacher and it kind of exploded like she went to the head teacher we went to the college and all that kind of stuff and the guy ended up getting fired and couldn't come back to classes really struggled when I wanted to be an engineer with like the sexism that's why I don't do it anymore I went to a lecture for a Glasgow open day and I was in this like massive lecture hall with all these guys and this the man was lovely who was doing the lecture but when I tell you he didn't break eye contact with me like there was about 50 60 other people in this lecture like learning about the course and he was like yes so the engineering course no 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 you're just thinking my mom was like was with me watching it and she was like what like she just didn't know what to do because it was so weird so I'm so I'm part of me is glad that I didn't go because I think I would have had issues but I'm also like sad because that's what I wanted to do at that time yeah, I was just thinking that when you were saying, I was just like, 
it's quite bad that that experience has put you off like your yeah. ambition yeah and it it also just makes you feel like uncomfortable being around like men yeah 100 percent, and especially men in that field like and even in what I want to do now I have this vision of me being successful I have this vision of me mm. not just like I want to be something you know what I mean I want to have like a pretty big title and whatever I decide to do and I'm just like will I ever be taken seriously a I'm five foot who's going to take orders from a five foot <laughs> b I'm a woman <laughs> c I'm also like too nice to people somebody could be like yeah you're a midget and you've got smelly feet I'm like okay you can have attention on your work like no (laughs) smelly feet by the podcast I'm just trying to think (laughs) no it's definitely that women are like not as good at like technical kind of subjects Mm. and things even from when I was young at school we did um we had design and tech and there was a teacher there that always (gasps) oh no don't the girls Mm. and I'm not going to name any names because obviously we're speaking to the general public here but um, (laughs) this man constantly would belittle every single girl in that class he would try and get them out of taking any sort of like design and tech subject like any sort of like graph com anything like that he didn't want anything to do with that and he was honestly just the worst but to boys he was absolutely fine he encouraged them Mm. to do well and like he was oh girls are just scared of this girls should be near this machines and everything and yeah from such we a young age it's always been drilled in we had two engineering teachers at that time so we had the guy who was an arsehole and obviously fetishized younger people being models yeah but we had another guy and i'm going to name him his name's frank frank was his actor. name's frank frank, <laughs> frank was the nicest man i have ever met in my life and after the week i didn't go to that class for about three weeks after because i was so anxious when I finally went back in, he sat me down, took me to another room. He was like, I want you to succeed. Like, I want you to go on and be an engineer. I want to see your name in places. Like, you have a talent. Yeah, we love hyping up. He people. honestly, like, that on, class has been nicer. And he made me feel safe in that class again. Because A, like, having your body called out by no man is fucking awful. B, like, having that in front of boys your age and, like, having them laugh. And, like, then, you know, what boys are like, they continue that joke on so and also boys weren't trying to turn and be like oh that's not what he meant that's not what he meant like well what did he mean then tell me because you can't say that like it's just fucked up so moving on from that story can you tell them a bit her about it um so the next beefy yeah so like a big old chunky topic is our opinions on society's stance on women so I was listening to another podcast the other day, and it's the Hush Hush podcast. Read that I had seen, and it was basically saying that society standards, or maybe kind of men's standards of women, are kind of going back to being like borderline pedophilic. Is that word? Like, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's so interesting because men like. So if you think about like what society used to be like, like Marilyn Monroe was like the one to be, and when we look at her now, she's this curvy goddess. But when you look at what's like is everywhere now is this like stick thin abs like Mm. blonde beachy bombshell who's like super skinny eats kale breakfast lunch and dinner and just like is super restrictive I feel like and also has no hair whatsoever always looks glam like just but that couldn't Mm. be me like you I think you are all part of my close friend story I'm always wearing joggers 
with my hair in a messy ass bun and dancing to like <laughs> music like I'm just not that person you're living like, your best life driving um but yeah I just don't like how the standards are going like I just think there's such strong expectations of women to constantly be glammed up and be slim and be mm. toned and all this kind of stuff but it's not I don't think that's long term I don't but I think it's definitely like things like Instagram and reality TV mm-hmm. shows like for example like Love Island like yeah. everything where they're constantly like every time you see the girls they're always done up like they're never just kind of like lounging around like you're never going to see an influencer on like Instagram for example just like in their natural state of like just waking up like they're yeah. always gonna, like promoting like, something. That what pisses me off is because I don't understand so for me personally and you know we can obviously like disagree with this for me and I don't think they're influencers I think they're influencing negative body image they're influencing unrealistic like they're being like oh look at me like I just work out a couple times a week but they have a PT which they probably play how much for they'll have cooks or chefs or like meal plans and stuff like that they're not doing that off of their own back and I just with my issue with that is also they say that it's all done naturally but most of the time they've had enhancements as well yeah which, which is, is fine nice. but like admit to yeah, it admit that's yeah. not yeah. naturally it's so impressionable on like young people and yeah. not even young girls but young boys of that's what the yeah. beauty standards of women should be nowadays which 100 percent and it's like great. Almost, carry on i like what molly may's done how she's like molly may's now like she's took her lip fillers out she's take like the fillers that she had in her face and she's gone back to like her natural state yeah true yeah I like that yeah I think it's nice seeing them kind of revert and I think it's nice seeing them admit like actually I didn't want this it wasn't yeah I thought that's what I wanted but like Mm -hmm. it's natural like life is all part of like learning stuff but I feel like I know so many people who have had fillers and had had who've had fillers and had enhancements and stuff like that and I'm just like to be accepted or like yeah to be accepted then I I would say make us feel a bit more prettier yeah I see I don't want to be accepted I want to feel accepted like I don't know if that's like different Mm. like I feel like the way you kind of just want to fit in yeah I feel like the way I look now I could never say I wanted to go down that route I don't think I could ever be an influencer because I've got the scalp in my teeth I've got spotty skin I've got curves I've got stretch I've got this that next thing whereas like I don't see that on a lot of influencers now I know there's more coming to like now who are just total natural or not natural but like pose naturally because like yeah. the way they break their backs and the way that they pose like tilting their hips out with their feet angled and like sucking in and oh my god yeah. <laughs> but, but it's the same so- as like now clothing brands have got their models where like if they're like I don't know how to, to explain it but like you know if they were like posing in the underwear to sell clothes like they've now shown like stretch marks and yeah. how that's it they're not ed- they're not photoshopping yeah but then oh, like, they're, they're showing the true whole- beauty true but well, yeah it was a bit of a scandal scandal. where um misguided photoshopped stretch that's what i was going to say yeah oh yeah oh my gosh yeah it was like uh it's like the i don't know what they actually it's like the silvery stretch marks but they like photoshopped them on someone but then didn't take it off of the top of the pants so people were like (laughs) what the hell like just why are they faking it just to try and because everyone else was being natural and they just decided to fit in yeah I think 
it's just what? like a, a I don't know how to describe it but I feel like everyone's like constantly trying to fit in because it's yeah. like you I, apparently I think people think that you stick out more if you don't look like everyone else or you don't do what everyone else is doing 100% and like there's just I don't really get it like I just think you should be yourself and just be daft like I don't like Instagram I think is too pretty and I was actually yeah. Yeah. like this um a couple of weeks ago but I was having this thing at the gym where these guys kept like coming up and working next to me it was really strange. Oh, I know I hated it but I was saying I'd love every single story. day yeah do you remember all my stories about that it was the weirdest thing like it was like every single story. day it was the same three people yeah oh I didn't like so anyway I don't, I don't have to think about them now but I was saying I would love it all like an all-girls gym that'd be fantastic then one of my well, pals, like, see I would go I would go if it was just an all-girls one but yeah. my pal was like would you want to go though because I think it would then turn into this like fashion show where they like out mm. and do each other mm. and I think that's so true like girls are in constant competition true. with each other I think they absolutely are but I think that a lot of girls definitely do that around males yeah more than showing off like, oh like I know when we have group calls like with our friends that have got the boys in it none of us particularly will dress up more than normal but that's just because oh hell no they literally see me on the states and I'm like are you like, like how social media ever affected your personal relationship with your body um I would personally say yes um I'm kind of on like a little fitness journey at the moment so like my Instagram obviously spies on me and knows that I'm doing that so like on my like explore page every single post is like oh go on keto like do this do this do this and then it's like you swipe and it's like I lost five stone in a month and whatever and you're just kind of like no that is not right (laughs) why are you showing me this because it's literally just going to result to me like going into like disordered eating and like hating myself even more so I don't like that and then when you don't have that you've got all the influencers that are out bloody in Dubai and their bikinis and everything and you're like "Mm, well I'm in my one at home and your joggers. Although I did think that Instagram were taking the thing about the likes that you weren't gonna be able to see, like who'd like which photo. And I was I was gonna quite enjoy that because I feel like Instagram is kind of all about like who can get the most likes for some people. And they never took that away here because like I can still some some of my so I've also I've got a couple of different accounts. So Mm. I've got like my podcast one, I've got like my main one, then just like a private one. So on some of them I can't see the likes but on others I can and it's like some of them on my on my main account and on like my private account I can see the likes on everything really because on my private account so the one all of you follow and like deleting your photo like when you you have to upload your photo at like a certain time at night because you'll get the most likes then and if it doesn't do as you want like I don't get that like why was I so obsessed with like the number you know what I mean if a photo Mm. didn't hit 100 likes in like an hour I would delete it before yeah like being completely honest I don't care about it now but like when I was younger I was definitely so influenced into that like if you don't have that amount of likes like you're not a bad you're not like picture Mm, and then Instagram has like never been anything that I've really wanted to post it's like if you ever went on it's just full of selfies and just it looks so like vain but like that is just what I've kind of programmed no but it is it's literally just all pictures of me like thinking because I've been like so brainwashed and thinking that's what Instagram is like what is on my private account it's like things that I actually want to post yeah yeah but you're yeah 
anything like that no. on my yeah. main. And I remember yeah. one time I posted, cause I post a lot of cooking videos as well on my close friends. I remember one time I posted uh like me this was recent wasn't it yeah i remember did me like comment like complimenting my meal on my main story and it was literally (laughs) up for like three minutes but like 20 or 30 people seen it and i was like oh my god they're gonna think i'm a cocky but i was so (laughs) high i don't think i have like experience but i do feel like nowadays you kind of like, like the stuff and that's another thing that I actually think is like important to talk about is how like you can just get away with saying anything online and yeah it's just mental like I don't know if you should oh, did you see did you see the thing about Zoella or like Zoe's yes life? oh my god so if <sighs> no one's seen, if no one's seen that Zoella like her blog page posted I don't really follow but sex toys yeah so she posted like a review of sex toys and stuff and basically in England they had her blog as part of their GCSEs or something like that and they removed her from it and like but she didn't know that she was like a part of that like they never no. asked her for like permission to be able to use like her blog as like a reference yeah. um and then she's like every girl masturbates it's a like, normal thing yeah and mm-hmm. it's like like I just I don't understand it I think but she's like I grew up watching her videos when I was probably like 12 13 yeah. like the way she said it it's like now she said like the society now is like everyone that she's grown up is now in their like yeah her like our age they're you reach, yeah it's like 25 to 35 is now what her age ranges but uh-huh. like well if they're 16 and watch my videos there's nothing really wrong with it yeah, because then, she's an adult she's 30 she's yeah, a grown-ass woman Eight-year-olds were watching that like they know what that is like it's yeah, not yeah exactly, exactly. And like, I'm the to target like five-year-olds or whatever but she's always targeted like the teens like the tweens yeah. like and like early 20s and obviously as she gets older you say like her target market kind uh-huh. of goes because that's it's now like I think it's 25 to 35 and even then like I just think if I was when I was 16 and like obviously I'm not trying to bash anyone here but I never really had anyone in my life who was like yeah by the way most women like use this like most women masturbate most women sex toys I exactly and like right now I do (laughs) like and I'm not ashamed about it but like I don't get why you would Oh, this is uncomfortable speaking to a twin about this. Oh no, <laughs> I forgot she's here. Gosh, she's like, what? How do we room? With females, like that, like is so taboo. But with yeah. males, it's just an accepted thing that that's yeah. what happens. But like, yeah. if a woman's like, oh, I masturbate, whatever. It's like, dear, dear. But no one should, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so they're like, what do you? No one want? should feel ashamed. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you? It's a normal thing. You're done your business. But when I was on my last episode, I was just saying how I don't want a relationship and stuff. Many people like it makes me sad when you talk about men like that. I'm like, why? Like, I don't have to meet someone. Like, I don't have to. Like, there's so much pressure on me. And like I said, my parents. Every time I tell them, like, oh, I don't want to get married. I don't want like a relationship. They're like, you'll meet someone. And like, all everyone says, like, you'll meet someone. If Mm. I do, then fantastic. But I'm really not gonna go out looking for them. Like, I don't want right now. I'm so happy in myself that's the thing like not everyone wants that like not everyone wants to have that sort of relationship with somebody 
like I'm in the stage where I like kind of am but yeah. like oh yeah you're too serious for my liking kind, I love how Amy goes kind of am but they've been together for 84 years not really like three but they're still like, no, but like loved up but like I am like I am like in that like happy relationship where like you can see like that but yeah. I completely mm-hmm. get that people don't want to have a relationship and don't like that like yeah but then so not normal. for me <laughs> all of my friends say this and I don't know if you would agree the day that I come to them saying that I've met someone is the day they're like, yeah, you're a liar. Like, no, you've not. Yeah, I don't know if <laughs> I believe yeah. this in a sense. Like, I think I'd be like, Nana, you're lying. And then, and then if it if it was like still going on like in a couple of months, I'd be like, okay, she's serious. Yeah, but I would have to be like, a couple of months. Do you think I would tell you after a couple of months? Oh, it would be like a year until we got a bloody no, name. No, no, no. I'd be like more. <laughs> No, I mean, like, after you tell me, I'd have to wait a couple months until I'm like, oh, she's serious. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So at that point. But I'd also, ha- I'd also have to meet this person first and, and I'd be like, oh, is this good person good enough? Because. Yeah, but you'll have to tell me this time. Because last I did. Time- I did. Last oh. time you didn't. Listen. Last time at the start, so I was like, oh, this guy's, no, like, this guy's so groovy. And then after a while, I was like, oh, maybe not. And I did tell you then. So I also thought another two boo topic that girls speak about. Oh, go. Go. about is periods yes so i'll probably i'll say mine first because i feel like mine's is probably different to most people's but also the same as a lot of people's as well so i have endometriosis and potentially have polycystic ovary syndrome so i have really awful periods um i'm not supposed to get them because i'm on injection but my body hates me I'm on painkillers for them. I had to go into hospital, which is a lot of um, <laughs> But like, there's just loads of stuff that's like waiting. And I feel like when I was younger and I complained about my period pains, a lot of people who were older said to me, this is just part of being a woman. And when I had hefty clots, they were like, this is just part of being a woman. Now I know, like, I really, um, like, in terms of my reproductive system, it's not healthy. It's not good. I technically should have been able to have Orin, which is insane to say. I don't know if I'll, he'll ever get siblings because of it. So I just feel like I've never, I never heard of endometriosis before I was diagnosed. I never like kind of seen anyone speaking about it. So I just feel like for me, period talk is really important. And I know a lot of like my younger cousins listen to this. I know a lot of younger viewers listen to this. So I feel like we should just speak about what's normal, like what our thingies because I'm not on birth control mm-hmm. but you have been. I have been yeah yeah but the one that I had was like the one that everyone gets provided in is that not the bad one yeah yeah I stopped I, I only did I only did like the six months oh. yeah I only did like the six months and then you know how you have to go back to the doctors and then like get your like blood tests and all that shit and then mm-hmm. get like the thing I was like I felt the worst on that. That's sad. Like, I was gaining so much weight. My skin yeah. was breaking out. Like, my mood swings. Like, oh, I'm, a, I'm no. a muddy. I'm muddy. I'm a moody let's fucker. Let anyone say, say no to tell everyone not to take it. Anyway. Yeah, but, right. Like, <laughs> this girl was dramatic on, like, this bloody pill. <laughs> I don't know. And then I had to, to like, I had to take it because like my like I get the worst cramps I used to have to like stay off school for like the first day of like my period because it was the worst time ever I had to take so much paracetamols like hot water bottles Mm. um 
I had such bad headaches, like the cramp was unreal. Um, but then like Rachel's the opposite, like Rachel gets no symptoms or like anything, but then it's like, I am in that lucky percentage of people who do not get their periods because I am on the contraceptive pill. I used to be on that horrible Revigidin one um, because it was the cheapest one, apparently, according to my doctor, and that's why I got it. Um, but I got so taken off it. Yeah, it's horrible. And I had the worst side effects on that. Like, I got, like, really, like, bad periods. I was so moody. I gained so much weight. And then what topped it off was I had high blood pressure because I am overweight. So... It wasn't helping so they took me off of it last year and put me on the mini pill which has been a little bit better but with that you don't get periods at all so I've not had a proper period in over a year um which is kind of a blessing and a curse because like I would have preferred to be able to know like what's up with my mental cycle. Mine only returned so I didn't have a period I was on the pill for I can't even remember what pill I took I was on the pill for I think about two years but I was on it when I got pregnant which is because having a period shows you're healthy like having as much as it's an inconvenience it can be gross it's just it's not the one it shows you're healthy and it shows your body's healthy so please make sure you keep your periods apart from if you're on contraception because obviously that changes it but yeah (laughs) that's what I want to see but I would I would hate to be on the mini pill like obviously not but then you know like like Amy doesn't know. Like she could, she could get pregnant. Well, I, that's why I don't. She like won't know. That's yeah, why I don't like pregnant. That's why I don't like mini pill because you don't get that. Like obviously, yeah. like, there are other, like signs of like pregnancy, whatever. But like that's a scary factor of it, which mm-hmm. I don't like. And like I also don't like that. Like a lot of like things ask like for like when your like cycle yeah, was and it's like mm, about yeah. a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell them. No. <laughs> When I was like 12, I thought I was great and I made a little YouTube channel, thing, thought I could pop off, named it Ms. Yeah. Beavers with a Z. And I, um, <laughs> and I um, liked to post covers of uh, my favourite tunes and I would be lying down in my bed and the, the camera would be very zoomed up to my mouth. <laughs> and I decided it was a great time to tackle it. you're a I decided to tackle it. Katie Terry great tune at firework. And um, then I <laughs> at school. <laughs> so I was like, it wasn't me. It was, it was my dog. My dog posted it. <laughs> Even the even the bloody teachers at school asked me how it was possible, and I was like, "Oh, well, it was ready to go." Because I was I was debating it, and, and my dog just jumped <laughs> on my keyboard. Why I thought anyone would believe and that? And you just you just happened to press upload, so so yeah, that's my story. <laughs> I posted a singing video when I was younger, and it was Christina Perry. If I sing you, and it was on Boxing Day, I posted it. <laughs> <laughs> introduced it with Merry Christmas to everyone I like and if I don't like you don't have a nice Christmas <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I was like it's cute okay I stand anyway so moving on I'm happy that I went to school when I did because you had to well no but like going back like nowadays you'd find kids wearing like fake lashes like their fake tan like they're going all out for just school. Oh, can I tell you a story about school, actually? When we went to school, 
we could go to we could go to school with like no makeup on and like no boys would judge us well actually so, like, Hannah would judge care. me so say for example so me and Hannah obviously were in the same class and stuff so when we had like assemblies in the morning I'd go to school with no makeup on and Hannah would have makeup on and stuff and like so say we were in assembly before it started Hannah like whipped out her concealer and was trying to put it on me because I had like a massive spot <laughs> and she's like Rachel you need to cover that and I was like no I do not because I just was so against makeup and stuff and I don't wear makeup like like Hannah does or like I'm just so boring anyway and she's like flipping through like shoving this concealer in my, my face because she wants me to put it on and I'm like no and she's like you're gonna get slagged off for it so that's another eye Rachel and I was like well if I got it flaunt it you know what I'm saying live so she was like oh, can I tune in and listen to you and we're like no ma you have to wait a few days <laughs> then I told mum I said to mum on one of our little breaks I said mum do you know what Hannah just said and mum said what and I said mother Hannah just said she masturbates in front of me not she masturbates in front of me <laughs> 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 wait, <laughs> that's that's the top. sweet but say something to the audience hi audience thank you jacqueline lot i'll bill you soon like, <laughs> like i hated them when i was younger and i think that was just do with like what you see portrayed like on instagram like online and like fashion whatever when you're young you just don't expect to like have that but like because everyone hides it so well but it's such a normal thing for like people of all ages and like i've just kind of just come to accept them and I literally have them everywhere like I've got my arms on my boobs like on my stomach on my legs so they're just everywhere but it's yeah. just so normal and I used to try and get rid of them I used to like have like bio oil like spread all over me like I'd literally be like oiled up to the nines like slipping around my bed <laughs> 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 like there's just no point in it because they're there like you've grown as a person like having them like yeah you don't yeah you've grown like you're not like a child anymore like you're gonna get stretch marks you're gonna have cellulite you're gonna have it is normal everyone like every girl gets it like it's normal like it's nothing to be ashamed of I mean I've got I think I'm not lucky in some senses because I think like all stretch marks are like normal and in some senses they're like beautiful because they've shown some element of growth and I'm covered in them in my on my legs but they're like silver but the things with mine is that they're really deep. So like if you like run your hand over my thighs, like you can feel it go up and down, up and down. I've oh, got this and that's the only place I've got them. Like I'm so lucky that mine are clear, but it just looks like my skin's like really weird, like crease in some senses because of how deep they are, but they're clear. But you can see them like if I don't tan, you can see them. If I tan, you can see them. But they go away when I moisturize. So mine are I have a mixture of different types, like the ones on my stomach are like more red obviously because like that's like a more stretched area for me so like they go redder and then like if I lose weight and stuff they tame down a bit like right now like they've got like a texture to them like just because they are so deep like root in my skin now and I used to hate it because I was like oh this is grim like I like nobody can like look at that I used to do so much just to like cover up but I guess now I'm just kind of like over it and I've kind of just accepted that like it's normal and like majority of people have them and yeah. I think that's something that so many girls like just don't know like about that other people have them because everyone tries to hide them. So for me I just feel like what our flaws on ourselves are what we see in other people so 
like say for me I have like I'm insecure about my boobs I'm insecure about my tummy and stuff when I see other people I'm like why don't I look like that because that like I stand the UK average the UK average is like a 12 out of 14 I think no the UK average is a 16 exactly so like I in my head I was like I'm plus size at a size 10 which is so fucked up and I just remember like looking at like all these like beautiful curvy women and I would look want to look like them but like in my head I was bigger than them and it's so fucked up the way that, like your brain like like you said like you'll never know how you truly look because you can't see it but like you just like my brain just hates me and like my brain like sees me as total opposites and I remember how difficult it was for you just to do like basic things like just like people like have you ever got like invited out like to go to a restaurant and things like you just wouldn't either go or you just would have the tiniest thing yeah it was just so hard like for you and you've done so well to overcome that especially with like everything in like the societies today of like everything being like oh you've got to be this weight and you've got to do this so I feel like we should wrap it up there but thank you so much guys for joining me on this podcast it's been for having us a pleasure well it was nice speaking to you guys and hopefully you tune in for the next episode take care bye bye